Hello everybody, I'm Amran Das and you are listening to Fighter Fury Podcast. It's 11th of March 2021 here in India. Time is 1.7pm and tonight I'm reviewing the NXT's episode of 10th March 2021. So let's get started. Now talking about tonight's episode, I think it was the... I think absolute great episode and I think after a long time it was the best episode for NXT without being it as a special episode. Yeah, I think so because I think for a long time there weren't like this championship matches, three championship matches being defended tonight. It was, I think, no way to, uh, I think, no better than to explain it as an excellent episode tonight. Wow, what an episode. I felt it as a fan really good episode started things off with william regal announcing the first ever two night nxt takeover event on april 7th and april 8th that is on wednesdays on usa network and on thursday on streaming live on wwe network and on peacock so and that nxt takeover will be named as test nxt takeover stand and deliver and that's not all we got the first ever women's tag team championships got revealed and was awarded to the 2021 first ever women's dusty Rhodes tag team classic winners and that was the Kodakai and raquel gonzalez who was screwed last week by adam pierce by by shayna baszler and nia Jax for the women's tag titles now it was not at all after that we saw uh, the runners-up of this year's first ever women's uh, Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, that is Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart challenge for the women's tag titles tonight. And that was accepted by Raquel and Dakota. That was the first segment that we had, the opening segment for NXT. And then we switched on to the first championship defense match, the NXT Women's World Championship match between the NXT Women's Champion Io Shirai defending the title against Tony Storm. It's a rematch from 2018's Mae Young Classic Finals, a redemption story for Io Shirai and also uh, another rematch from years long before in Japan in stardom. So it was kind of redemption for Io Shirai because she won the match by defeating Tony Storm because Tony always pointed out that Io can't defeat her. That was one thing that Io can't defeat her and she did she couldn't do it in the Mae Young Classic Classic finals she she couldn't do it in the uh, japan so she always ha- she always spoke to her saying that yeah io couldn't defeat her because because only tony had the upper hand against io shirai and that was proven wrong by io shirai in an incredible championship defense absolutely great and i think she's on a way to becoming the longest reigning nxt women's champion i think so but i don't know if she will get past uh, asuka's reign or Basil's reign, but I think so. Uh, I think one year is going to complete for Io Shirai, and I feel that she should be given the longest reigning NXT Women's Champion. And if she does turn heel, that would be absolute great because we've been missing the heel Io Shirai since I think turning face in uh, after in the NXT Takeover in your house last year's in June fourteenth. So that was a kind of we are missing that kind of heel you should i after see turn face at takeover in your house and overall this match you should i versus tony storm absolutely great incredible matchup for the women's championship match 
absolutely incredible. Then we saw uh, LA Knight telling that he will be debuting, he will have his in-ring debut next week and that he was interrupted by Bronson Reed because what LA Knight did last week interrupting Reed's match, they had a clash backstage and I think that Bronson Reed will have his payback in having LA Knight lose the match in his in-ring debut. Maybe, I think so. Then we saw a squash match sort of between Pete Dunne and Jake Atlas. Doesn't make sense, I think. Yes, absolutely. And after that, when Pete Dunne won, he cut a promo saying that he is the most incredible and the greatest technical wrestler present in the planet and no one can prove him wrong. And he's saying that he has proven wrong to the in the United Kingdom to everyone and he wants to do it everywhere. So that was in the promo. And then we saw a promo by Imperium calling out Thatcher and Champa saying to join Imperium and they can take over the world and take over NXT, take over WWE, take over NXT UK because Imperium has taken over NXT UK because their ring general, the ring comp, Walter is their NXT UK champion and now their followers, his followers are here in NXT America. Alexander Wolf, Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner, the Imperium. They are here in NXT and they want to take over the world. So they hand over a peace contract or want to join Thatcher and Champa to the Imperium. And their and Thatcher's and Champa's in return response was no, because Champa doesn't want Thatcher going back to his Imperium days. But I think they will eventually join Imperium. I think that would be really good to see Champa and Thatcher in Imperium. Really good. And after that, if it all happens that Champa betrays Imperium and then goes for the UK Championship, that would be really, really good. I don't know. I'm stoked to see the storyline where it is going. And that next week, Champa and Thatcher will face on Imperium, that is Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner in a tag action. That is for next week. Then we saw the first ever defense of the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship match between the champions Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai versus Moon, Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. Ember Moon came to NXT to make history and she did right here tonight by becoming the NXT women's tag team champion the second team to become the nxt women's tag team champions with her best friend shotzi blackheart and that also that gonzalez and kai lost in their first defense that was really uh i don't know awful to see like they were going in the track but suddenly they were stopped their push was stopped i don't know why it is i think to give uh gonzalez an edge because she is a monster kind of thing and she should remain in the single side action and also Kai is also incredible performer I think they are going to be separate and be a singles team but when time calls maybe they will be tag, tag team again but overall this match talking about the women first ever women's tag team championship match defense really good tag action between in the women's division really good uh, just like the first women's championship match between Yoshira and Tony Storm of tonight it was just like incredible the women's tag team championship match between Gonzalez and Kai versus Moon and Blackheart. Really great. And also after the win, we saw Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart being embraced by everyone, every woman backstage. They're like they are the inspiration for their for the for the next tag teams to 
up and coming tag teams to challenge for the women's tag titles and also it was also required because NXT is always overlooked by WWE though NXT is a very hot kind of thing uh, but still Vince McMahon doesn't like I don't know some kind of because Bruce Pritchard is the right hand of yeah of Vince McMahon so and Pritchard doesn't like NXT's talent and their training sort of thing so it's like that the Triple H's plan is to make a whole global brand I think NXT so that is what is going to be I think so because having NXT um, exclusive women's tag team championship exclusive world championships women's championship that shows that NXT is a global brand not a brand not a a brand of WWE but a global brand under WWE so that is what I think Triple H's vision is then we saw a, another squash match between Zia Lee and Kaden Carter. It was actually a squash match where Zia Lee was dominating Kaden uh, Carter. But yeah, she was about to do the same thing that uh, she did to Casey Catanzaro. Uh, last week what she did, she broke her, uh, she partially tore her LCL. So that's why we saw Casey Catanzaro in the crutches, with the crutches and also Casey to prevent Caden from being injured injured, Casey had to interfere in between the match and cost Caden Carter the match and Zia Lee uh, won via disqualification but she bashed uh, Zia Lee out of anger and frustration. That was like it was imminent and it was evident we saw how Casey Catanzaro was bashing Zia Lee with the crutches. It was absolutely awful and also she tried to bash Boa too, but Boa being uh, stronger, he, he broke the crutch, but even Caden took one of the crutches and give a blow to Boa and Tian Sha with along with Zaili and Boa had to retreat. So we need to see what happens next week. This is a really uh, incredible, this exciting storyline that's going on with Zaili, Boa and Tian Sha. It's a faction, faction thing, kind of thing. So. I'm really excited to see this way it all lands up. I think eventually we will see maybe Carter and Xyli join Tiansha. Maybe. I don't know. But I think that's sort to happen because they were supposed to turn heel but we haven't seen them to turn heel. So let's see what happens next. Another big announcement was Jordan Devlin announcing that he is coming to next week on NXT and to face off against the interim cruiserweight champion santos escobar there are two cruiserweight champions now who is the undisputed cruiserweight champion we don't know and after the announcement just after the announcement we saw escobar freaked out and confronting william regal that was really awful like now the tables are turning like it's really looking like the wrestlemania weekend like it was really good and you know a few weeks ago we saw that uh, i think healbynature.com reported this first that they saw WWE's jet flying over to Dublin uh, now I don't know they said that they were going it was going to Saudi Arabia but I think that was about to inform that Jordan Devlin is now coming to NXT and I think that jet just picked up Jordan Devlin from Dublin to uh, America in Orlando and I, I think so that just happened uh, maybe uh, Saudi Arabia think was I think just a uh, play out by WWE maybe I think but I think that jet was to pick 
Dublin from uh, pick Devlin from Dublin and to ship him to Orlando in the performance center to the Capital Wrestling Center and it seems that the video package that Jordan Devlin filmed that was uh, all recorded it was uh, it was recorded uh, I think much before much before I think maybe on the day when he was being picked I think he filmed that I think so and he obviously obviously he will have to have been quarantined here so I think two to three weeks and it's been I think a month it, it's been a month after we saw that so I think he's quarantined and ready to come and I think that Jed just picked Devlin from Dublin the, that is I think for sure maybe I don't know maybe I, I'm just thinking but I think so that's the very much possible reason why would the WWE Jed go to Dublin uh, just to fuel up and go to Saudi Arabia where we are not having a Saudi Arabia event. Uh, the possible thing is that Devlin is the uh, cruiserweight champion, the legitimate cruiserweight champion. They picked him up from Dublin, his hometown, and shipped him to Orlando, the Capital Wrestling Center, the Performance Center. And that's the only possible reason I can find here. And this announcement is really exciting because now we will see the match between Devlin and Escobar in the near future, maybe in the takeover for the undisputed cruiserweight championship, we will crown the first ever undisputed cruiserweight king of the 205 life. And I think Escobar is going to retain, maybe, because this Escobar and Legado del Fantasma is really running wild on NXT. Now, talking about Legado del Fantasma, we saw Legado del Fantasma's tag team, Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wild against the grizzled young veteran James Drake and Liverpool's number one Zach Gibson. Now talking about uh, grizzled young veterans, Zach Gibson. I think Zach Gibson and James Drake are absolutely really incredible in the mic. They, I think every every day they need to have a tag match, and they and that NXT needs to provide the microphone to Gibson and Drake. You know, it was incredible to hear uh, Gibson. Wade Barrett saying that uh, Gibson has the voice of an angel. I think it's it is undeniable you know this man Gibson I didn't know that he can cut a promo like a really hot promo it was awesome to hear every week Gibson and James Drake I think James Drake spoke for the first time in NXT after after a few years but that was really great I'm um, now talking about the match it ended up in disqualification we saw how Legado del Fantasma's doings of last week when Wesley and Nash Carter, you know, disguised themselves as the Fandango, Fandango and Tyler Breeze, when they were revealed that it was Wesley and Nash Carter, they, are, they were, they were, I think, after the uh, Grizzly Young Veterans, but they actually attacked their, their, I think, uh, distraction caused Legado del Fantasma to get disqualified in the match and we saw Legado del Fantasma being picked up by Brizango being attacked. Now that was really great one. Now we need to see, I think a fatal four-way match will be brewing between them for the number one contendership for the NXT Tag Team Championship. And also talking about the Tag Team Championship, we haven't seen a single defense after they became the Tag Team Champions. We haven't seen, uh, I think in a street fight we saw, but after that we haven't seen while last year that last year was the only thing we have seen the tag championship being defended and after that so many episodes of uh, nxt have gone but we haven't seen a single defense of the tag team championship so that needs to be done real quick 
then we saw another promo where Yoshirai tells Raquel Gonzalez that she is next and also Gonzalez accepted by saying that be careful what you wish for so that was I think next that Raquel Gonzalez will be getting a singles championship match that is the NXT Women's Championship match against Yoshirai maybe it will be in the takeover because it's two night event three hours of each each day that means total of six hours we will see I think anyone can defend the title two times as you wish so that can also happen we need to see what happens we, have, we are still I think um, two weeks left from two to three weeks left from the takeover and the Wrestlemania weekend so we need to see what happens then next week we will see announcements were made that Dexter Loomis will go against Austin Theory Leon Ruff will go against Isaiah Swerve Scott and LA Knight will be making his in-ring debut. And then it was time for the NXT Championship match. Finn Balor versus Adam Cole 3. Absolutely incredible. Hell of a match. Whenever they meet in the ring, it is always fireworks. Really good match and it really played out well. Even the storyline that was played out by bringing Kyle O'Reilly in between the match that cost Adam Cole the... A whole NXT championship and then after that when Finn Balor retained we saw how Kyle O'Reilly went on uh, went on bashing Adam Cole and it's fe felt like after so many years WWE have NXT I'll say NXT have found out the real the next Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa feud this is going to take over I think not just one but it will take two to three takeovers incredibly and I think we know that the history between Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole dates back from Ring of Honor days. And they had a feud against each other in the ring and the, in the ROH. So, and that was very extreme. So this can also go extreme here in NXT. And I think the next Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa feud will be this. The Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly takeover. Maybe street fight or maybe last man standing match anything and then I think it will culminate into the NXT championship but that was not all NXT ended with a question mark that is the confrontation with Karrion Cross and Finn Balor Finn Balor has always outspoken that he wants to defend his NXT championship against Karrion Cross in the after the bell podcast with Corey Graves and Vic Joseph he also spoke that he wants to defend against Karrion Cross because Karrion uh, had to lose a title due to injury and he knows Finn Balor knows actually what happened uh, what uh, someone's mentality goes when someone has to lose a championship uh, via injury he knows because he lost the universal championship the first ever universal champion he was the first ever universal champion to lose the championship via arm injury and the same injury that happened to uh, Karen Cross so Cross versus Balor absolutely incredible and it's also uh, incredible to have the demon Finn, demon king Finn Balor back this time so that was it for tonight for NXT talk about next rivalries talk about takeover talk about history being made everything under one package absolutely great episode I think it will have have given a real blow to tonight's dynamite but I don't know this was I really felt good and for me it will be 10 out of 10 and I will I have really liked it this 
saying this whole tonight's nxt episode was really incredible for me so that was it for tonight so if you like my podcast make sure to follow me on anchor spotify google podcasts apple Podcasts, breaker overcast anywhere on any platform if you find the fight favorite podcast make sure to go and check it out the reviews of nxt raw smackdown lately i've been doing nxt because i'm not getting time for doing raw and smackdown but i'm still catching up with the pay-per-views of every of raw and smackdown and also, I have an Instagram and a Twitter handle named Fighter Fury Podcast. Make sure to go and check it out and follow it so that you get the news of the first pro wrestling breaking news firsthand. And I'll see you in the next podcast. Peace.